Star Wars, talking about Star Wars, nerd me loves Star Wars, so let's begin. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan. Welcome to the Nerd and Me podcast. Jonathan, another special episode today, right? Uh, yeah, couldn't you tell by the wonderful singer we hired for our intro? <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. Yes. I love it. We are doing a special episode because we have a huge movie opening this week. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, yes. yes. Wow. Are you excited? Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to be uh, discussing... Um, the Force Awakens, just to mm. kind of catch ourselves up and get ready for the last guy. Yeah. So Force Awakens came out two years ago. What? Right? Two years ago. Yes, uh, last year we had uh, Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One. Right. So two years ago, Force Awakens. So, Jonathan, let's go back in time, right? Sure. <laughs> oh my God, that is exactly what I had in my head. I know. I stole it from Wayne's World. Yes. Excellent. All right, we're going back. We're going back in time. All right, the news is out. You hear that, that Disney bought George Lucas's franchise of Star Wars, and all of a sudden the news breaks out. They're coming out with a new Star Wars film, right? What were your expectations on that? How did, do you remember how you felt when you heard that? Uh, yeah, I, well, first of all, I couldn't believe that that happened. $4 billion um, wow. was the price tag for Star Wars and indie. Well, Lucasfilm in general. Right. Um, I was a little taken aback because it's, I mean, Disney owns everything. They own Marvel. They own the Muppets. Uh, right. Yeah. So they're just, they're just shaping children's childhoods at this point. <laughs> um, and I was excited about it because I knew Disney had the money and the, the uh, upper management, I guess, to put out good stuff because, you know, Disney, Pixar, I mean, quality quality movies for years and years yeah there was almost a little air of of excitement and and success when you heard about it um an air of that you knew it was something good was about to happen uh when they started talking about making this movie well you gotta remember that after the pre prequels you know we thought we were done getting movies um you know lucas said there was going to be no seven eight or nine and uh you know, his, his story of Darth Vader was done. Um, so, I mean, they were talking about TV shows and there was the Clone Wars cartoons and, and Rebels, but um, there was no real discussion of anything live action uh, coming out to theaters again. So speaking of episode one, one two, and three, um, you know, any thoughts on, did you feel good about that? What are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. That's, that's a piece of tape. I'm sorry. Right. What what were your were did you have positive feelings about episode one two and three? Good lord, are you wrapping Christmas gifts right now? No, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm asking you a question. Yes. What am I? What? <laughs> <laughs> episode one two three. Right. Did you did you enjoy them? Did did you walk away saying, yeah, that was very satisfying? Or, well, you know, th there was controversy as to how good those films were and did it do it justice to the original three? Um, I mean, that's a that's a loaded question that can take some time. And I think we're going to eventually podcast on this. 
So I don't want to go too deep into them. Um, but I was excited for the original. We're going to do episodes one, two, and three? Are, aren't we? <laughs> like separate so. podcasts? We are now. <laughs> um, yeah, separate podcasts. Um, each of the movies, I thought. Um, <sighs> don't, not all in one night, dude. Was, right. Yeah, two okay. nights. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was excited about the original prequels. Um, I was at a midnight showing of the first one, and... Um, this is before midnight showings were in vogue, so that was like a huge deal. And, uh, um, you know, without getting too adept, um, at the end of the movie, at the end of episode one, um, in a theater full of Star Wars geeks, like, you know, fake lightsabers, fake Jedi robes, people dressed up. Right. Wow. Like, like we didn't know how to react like some people clapped and cheered but I just sat there in silence because I could not believe the stinky pile of poo I just watched yeah you know I think the the problem with episode one was again like you said that we didn't think that you know growing up we'd have any more Star Wars movies right and when Lucas mentioned he was going to do it I mean that was mind-blowing itself now for me I think what ruined it for me were um, I don't know about you, but when we got those Star Wars trailers, I lost my mind. I mean, I lost my mind. I think we watched it together, actually. We watched them a lot together. That yeah, first one? I, I oh, totally absolutely. remember that. We were going nuts. When you see Darth Maul bust up the double lightsaber, I, I think we're, we're giddy like crazy. Uh, and it was, this, is, this is 20 years ago, so it's not like you click a button and the trailer was playing. We had to download that thing and wait for it. That's right. Yes. That's is, right. There was no YouTube or anything like that yet. Yes, that's right. We had to download these things. And uh, so the expectations were very, very high. I remember, you know, when they were mentioning the cast, wow, you know, um, uh, Liam Nielsen, Neeson is, is in there, and Ewan McGregor. I mean, like, we were just blown away. Um, trailers just fantastic and man I, I think we just you know we went there with really high expectations but you're right i i remember leaving there dumbfounded i didn't i didn't know what to do i was i was mixed right and and uh, and i kind of felt the same with, with two and three i mean two you were hoping that they redeem and it didn't seem like they're going down that direction so other of, of the original one two and three do you have a favorite amongst the first three um I was have a favorite. I have one I let I I dislike the least. Okay. Uh, that would be three. Three. Okay. Um, okay. I don't I don't even know if I I can rewatch one. I've I've been able to rewatch three, and I've been able to rewatch two with the uh, fast forward button. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm an exact same boat as you. And if it is, if I do watch three, I think I'm just watching maybe the last twenty minutes of it. Right. And that's it. Um, all right. And then, so we're on to one, two, three. So how about four, five, six? Could you rate those in order of likability? Uh, well, if we're going to do that, I could go Empire. It goes Empire, Star Wars. And Jedi. Jedi, Force Awakens. Oh, no, just, just stop right three, there. So, well, so you go, you would go Empire, Star Wars, Jedi for those three, right? Yeah. No, oh, good. All right, we're on the same boat on that one. Force Awakens comes out now. Uh, new cast, old cast coming forward again in, in the new movie. Um, did you? Were you happy with the casting of this of Force Awakens? 
Well, I mean, the three you people were unknowns, so... I oh, think, completely unknown, right. Just yeah. kind of like the original. So I think the, um, the thing about the new ones was, as excited as we were for the prequels, um, I think we were obviously excited for The Force Awakens, but I think I went in there with more... Optimism. No. No. Uh, cautiousness, because, oh, you know, okay. fool me once, shame on you. Right. Fool me, you know, so... Look, there was there was a good chance we could have sat down and got on the Phantom Menace Part Two. You know, what I mean? <laughs> there, we didn't. Know, I mean, what do we know about J.J. Abrams? We knew Lens Oh, Flare. I was a believer. Star Trek. He, he impressed I, me with rebooting Star Trek. So Star Trek, I, Star Trek was good, but it was all lens flares. And I'm like, if he ruins this movie with lens flares, I'm gonna go nuts. There are a couple of lens flares. <laughs> There's a few, but yeah, I mean, Star Trek was ridiculous with yeah. lens flares. Yeah, uh, I was optimistic. I I had a good feeling about it. If when they laid down J.J. Abrams, and I really liked it. I mean, rebooting major franchises are not easy, especially Star Trek. That is a deep, deep history of multiple movies and whatnot. Right. And and when he rebooted Star Trek, I mean, going back is not easy. We've, we've seen that happen with Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3. And he did it. I, I thought he was very successful in making something old, rebooting, and then going forward. And, and again, you know, we should have known this. He played it really safe. You know, episode, uh, whatever that Star Trek was, and then uh, the second Star Trek, he basically just kind of modernized something that was done already. And that's kind of what he did with, with uh, Force Awakens, too. But here's what you need to understand about his reboot of Star Trek, though. There, the criticisms he got were from, like, the deep Star Trek fans. You and I were never deep Star Trek fans, so we can enjoy the movie for what it was. And one of the criticisms was is that he turned Star Trek into Star Wars. So us already being Star Wars fans, it makes sense that we like the new Star Trek. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was that feeling in me that he didn't... Well, they felt, they being the hardcore Star Trek fans, that he did their franchise a disservice. So as a hardcore Star Wars fan, I was a little like, is he going to do my franchise a disservice? You know what right. I mean? Right, I so, got you. Yeah, so there's a little bit of that going in. I mean, I was I was very glad it didn't turn out that way. Wow, episode one, two, and three really hurt you, it looks like. Yeah, there's some emotional scarring there. Yes, sure. I got sure. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, looking back, J.J. Abrams, he, he to me, he kind of did the same thing as he did in Star Trek. He played it very safe, and he, he did that by design, you know, reading a lot of interviews. Yeah, he did it on purpose. He really wanted to have that feel of a new hope. With uh, the characters, the beats of the movie, the Death Star, kind of like, uh, you know, A New Hope. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not even kind of like it's a. It is. It's 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 it's, it's a it goes beyond homage, and it's 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 like two inches away from being a remake. Um, yes. So, how did you feel about that? Watching the movie. And you know you have a deep love and history of, of the original Star Wars and whatnot. Did you have a weird feeling like when you left that movie, kind of like, well, that I've seen this before. Did you get that feeling? Well, I got the feeling, but it was also like, yeah, this is very familiar, but I'm okay with that. You know, like I was totally yeah. okay. And here's the funny thing. Um, Brian Singer did the same thing with Superman Returns, and he got destroyed for it. I mean, Superman Returns is just a straight up homage to Superman 1 and 2. Yes, you know? yes, absolutely, but, yes. But the way they're executed or however way you want to look at it, it didn't work for Brian Singer, but it worked for J.J. Abrams. 
Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, about it was that. different yeah. and new enough to to set itself apart from Star Wars. You know, because yeah. because because Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill were in it, it it kind of gave it permission to be Star Wars. That's a great point. And um I think that was an important part. That was the biggest difference between that and Superman Returns is um, I think Brian Singer wanted us to think that that's one continuous story. That yeah, like that that Brandon Routh in some way was the Superman from those first two movies. Sure, Whereas sure. this movie saying no, we we acknowledge the past, we acknowledge the history of these three characters, and, and we're making them part of our story, but they're not the focus. And, yes. and if you look at the interviews of those three older actors, actors, they'll tell you that they were happy not to be the focus of these next three movies, you know, happy to be a part of right. it, but happy not to be the focus because it's not their story anymore. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. Nice. So let's get into the characters of the force awakens. We have Ray, Poe and Finn. who am I missing? Finn. 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 And then, and then of course, Kylo Ren. Well, um, Kylo Ren, you know, he, arguably, Darth Vader is probably one of the greatest movie villains of all time. Right. Um, did you did you get that same vibe with Kylo? Uh, is he? Do you think he's just as menacing? No, and I think. Uh, no. I, Are we supposed to understand that maybe he hasn't? He hasn't. Obviously, he hasn't peaked because no. he it looks like he's. We're understanding he's still in training. Yes. Yes. He's there's a lot about his background that's not explored in that one movie, and that's the thing. If you just go back to one movie, you're not going to know a lot about any of these real characters, really. Um, of course, yeah. there's there's canon books that were put out, um, and you know, talk about interviews about character development and cut scenes and things like that. Um, but yeah, Kylo Ren is—I don't know how to take him as a villain, and you know, there's a lot of rumors out there that he's going to um, be redeemed and stuff like that, and I kind of don't want him to. Um, he killed Han Solo. You can't come back from that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that's a good point. Yeah. How do you turn around and say, I'm a good guy, you know, uh, at the same time you just killed your father? Yeah, the speculation online is crazy. Like, I try not to read too much into that in case someone's right. Yeah. And then I'm watching a movie like, oh, okay. Um, uh-huh. So, I, I don't know. I mean, Darth Vader, you gotta remember, we were, what, five, six, seven years old with Darth Vader? I mean, that was evil to us back then. Oh, you know? yeah. And now, I'm not saying, I mean, for us, as, as middle-aged men, I don't know that Kylo Ren is really meant to scare us. Um, you know, right. if we asked uh, a six, seven, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, maybe they'll say something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, he's not fully fleshed out. He's subordinate to General Hux, or at least on an equal level, to the point where even Hux is, is fearful of him. You know, when, uh, yes, you could say in Star Wars... Vader was subordinate to uh, Tarkin, uh, but I don't know, it just felt different. Like, I think Tarkin had that more air of, of being uh, Vader superior. Um, right. And, and yeah. we don't know. He, I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, you're right about that because he essentially told Vader what to do, and Darth Vader, you know, knew his place and whatnot. Um, yeah, Kylo Ren, he was okay for me. Uh, it, it, to me, he just seemed like he was still raw. Um, but 
he was displaying powers that I think we've never seen before. You know, that remember that intro where there's a, there's a blast that goes out and Poe's walking by and this this energy bullet is just floating in midair. And you're thinking, holy smokes, right. you know, how does he do that? Well, I wanted to, I wanted to talk, talk about that because, you know, we both did a rewatch before this podcast. And yeah, the, um, the amount of force power being used by Kyle and Ray is ridiculous. Like, it's things yeah. we've never seen before. For example, the the, the, for, the, the blaster beam being caught in midair. Right. And you yeah. gotta remember, not only does he catch it, he holds it there while he has a whole conversation that kills, yes. kills the old guy uh, and doesn't release it until, you know, he's back on board his ship. Sure. Um, he's reading minds. When did that ever happen? When he's pulling information out of Poe's head about where where he put the plans um, and then when he's trying to get it to raise like, he's reading her thoughts. And I'm like, where did these powers come from? Um, yeah. But you know, yeah. you know, he's raw and he's, we don't know what Snoke is. We don't know. We don't know if he's a Sith. We don't know if Kylo Ren is a Sith. Mm-hmm. We know that he's got force powers. We know that he was a Padawan that turned against Luke and apparently destroyed the whole Jedi temple and the school that Luke had started. Um, we know nothing about Snoke. We don't know that he's a force welder. Um, mm-hmm. And his powers roar. And you can see that in the two instances that he throws a tantrum. You know, Kylo Ren throws right. two tantrums. And um, Vader would never do that. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> However, if you think about... We're, you know, when we're... Uh, I guess right now we're comparing Kylo Ren to old Vader. But, but maybe it should be comparing Kylo Ren to a young Anakin. Kind of hot-headed and whatnot. Oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah, um, and and Kylo Ren too. I mean, with his powers, they they do seem a little bit more augmented. But then again, he was you know he was trained by you know Luke Skywalker himself. So you got that going. Plus, you know whatever training he got from Snoke, whoever this guy is. But it, you're right. There, there. He was explaining things that we've never seen before, and he just seemed so immensely powerful. Right. And and you know quite frightening uh, compared to what we've seen before in previous movies. Um, he just seems so much stronger. And so, going towards the end of that movie, and you see Ray fight him, and you know watching it recently, like you know we we did rewatch it. I was I could not believe just how convincing and how dominant Ray was over him. Considering on how powerful we just discussed how right. strong he is. Well, if you, if, Ray took it to him. Yeah, if, you, if you're watching um, the movie, the, at the point where he says, I can train you, she, close, yes. she closes her eyes. Because he says, I can train you in the Force. Right. And she says, the Force. Is that, okay. That was my Ray impression. And, by that way. was excellent. Um, <laughs> I was about to call you Daisy. So <laughs> she closes her eyes and, like, I guess taps into it. And that's when she gets all whoop ass on him. But did did you, you know, the impression I got is when she was doing it, I don't know if she was necessarily tapping to the forest, but she was tapping into something, even to the point where using a little of the dark side. It could have been the dark side, sure. Yeah, because it it was pure aggression. And that's the thing. uh Uh-huh. No, no, no. Well, that's the thing. Ray doesn't know about the force. She just, maybe from myth, you know, because she thought Luke Skywalker was a myth, you know. So maybe what she knows about the Force are just stories. Um, she's never had anybody teach her the difference about how the different emotions can tap into different parts of the light or the dark side. So in that yeah. moment, maybe it was aggression. Maybe it was anger um, that helped 
helped her defeat uh, Kylo Ren. I think it's a combination of uh, Kylo Ren maybe not being as badass as we thought he might be, but because no one's seen a Jedi for 30 years, he's seen sure. badass. And it's a combination of that and Rey tapping into this power, like very powerful ability with the Force, as we see in the trailer for the sex movie where Luke's like, look, I've only seen this power once before. Um, right. So it's kind of that combination. Um, it could also be that Kylo is, you know, he technically is a hybrid. You know, only his mom was a real Jedi and Han wasn't. Well, you know what? And Leia then, was never a Jedi per se. She was a Skywalker, but she wasn't a Jedi. Uh, right, but she was Force-sensitive. Right. The, the, books, the books make it a point um, to tell us that Leia for foregoed Jedi training to focus on rebuilding the uh, Republic. Right. right. Another thing that made me feel that that she is uh, a Skywalker You're talking about Rey. Rey, Rey, in the sense that you know that scene where you know Han and Leia, they're in the Millennium Falcon, and she, she's just so intuitive with the ship. It kind of reminded me of when Anakin was, you know, how they said he's a great pilot as a little boy. Right. Um, how he was so intuitive with flying and just having that that thing of being a great pilot. I, I, I you know, that was the little telltale. I, I have a feeling that Ray is, you know, here are, you know, we're guessing what's going to happen in the next movie. But that's the thing where I started to realize, oh, wow, she is. She's got this little something as to like a little Skywalker in her, you know. Did you get that too? Well, yeah, I mean, I think... J.J. Abrams is all about the mystery box, you know. Um, that's the mystery that we all want solved. And look, it, it could just be she's just the offspring of two people that we've never heard of before. Um, all right, so let, let's talk about it. Do you think who who do you think Ray's parents are? Uh, I think Luke is is a father. I think Luke and a Jedi and a female Jedi. Uh, I agree with you. I, that that's my that's my feeling. Right, too. because. My theory is, you know, Jedi were supposed to not be married and stuff like this, which I don't know. I guess I guess Lucas trying to set him up as like almost like a, a monk or religious type thing. Sure. Um, so my my thinking is, you. So we've never seen what a child of, of two Jedi, how powerful they would be. Yeah. You know, because the Metaclorians were getting all mixed together. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to bring them up. I wonder what Luke's Metaclorian account was. Um, yeah, so that's my theory. Um, and that maybe Luke or the Bob's want to drop her off on the planet uh, to, hide, yeah. to hide her from Kylo because she, they went. Yeah, you know, th that's my feeling too. That's the only that's the only way I can justify in my brain as to how Ray, with zero training and as old as she is, to be tapping into some. Jedi, whatever, right. to really take it to Kylo Ren, is that she must have something within her that's that's more more pure than anything else that we've ever seen. Now, I would love for her to be a Kenobi because I think that would be awesome. Um, I don't think it fits a storyline though. I don't know how. From, yeah, from Episode to... One, it's all about the Skywalker family. I'm going to deviate from that. That's going to make me upset. Right. Well, I wouldn't be too. Me personally, I would. Like I said, I'd love for her to be a Kenobi. Uh, but now you're talking about grandchildren and wives and stuff like that. That's just, it's too much backstory to explain. Um, yeah. 
Well, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Like I said, she could be nobody. She could be, she could be Stokes. Do you, you know, you, you, don't know. You, you think that this movie coming up, we're going to get her answers. Um, seeing as I'm how, saying yes. Yeah. We'll get answers to something because seeing as how they're paralleling the original trilogy, there's yeah. gotta be a big reveal. You know, empire had on your father, a spoiler alert. Um, this one's gonna have some kind of reveal, like, I don't, I, and something makes me think that Kylo, if they are related, that Kylo Red knows they're related. You think so? And there's something about when I'm rewatching The Force Awakens that I think he talks to her in a more familiar kind of way. Hmm. You know, okay. that's just me. Yeah, all I know is, that, yeah, I, I agree with you. We're going to learn something more about um, more about Ray's background and whatnot. And I also feel in this movie, things are going to go pretty bad. <laughs> well, they have to. If they're going to follow the beats of Empire Strikes right. Back, it, this one, this is this is where we lose. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know um, Empire yeah. ended with hand frozen. Luke lost his hand. Found oh, out, out his dad's yeah. the big bad guy. Um, you know, the rebellion was on the run. They got chased off a hall. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it didn't look good. At the end of uh, Empire, so I don't expect leaving uh, the Last Jedi with optimistic hope for the future. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, in, in the galaxy, you know what I mean. So we, you gave me your ranking: uh, Episode One, Two, and Three. Then we did Four, Five, Six. How do you rate a Force Awakens up against Rogue One? Against Rogue One? Yeah. Um, now these are two definitely, definitely separate movies with Rogue One coming before A New Hope. But they are the latest versions of Star Wars. Yeah, I would put Force Awakens above Rogue One. I mean, just seeing um, Han, Luke, and Leia and Chewie back on the screen. For nostalgic purposes. Right. I mean, it was good. And it's moving forward, the Skywalker story, Rogue One, you know, while important, was like a little snippet from the uh, the galaxy. It's kind of like, in comic books, it's like reading the Star Wars regular series but then like there's a Rogue One mini series so like oh well that's nice but let me get back to my original to, to, yeah. to the Rogue, Rogue Rogue One went, I, I like Rogue One if I had to, if I had to pick between the two wow I mean if I had a just likability probably a Force Awakens and a Rogue One is just just right under it only because it was nice to see something a little bit different right it was nice to see brand new characters i mean the only you know major characters that repeat are vader and Grand Moff tarkin and then eventually prince slay towards the end but it was neat to see that expanded universe grow and and it, it, it was exciting to think like oh my god they they made a movie on that one line in the in the crawl in the beginning and you knew it was going to go bad because <laughs> they paid a great price and that was that to me that was intriguing and the pacing was good also where uh you know force awakens it, it drags a little bit at, at times but it's okay it's star wars right so for me it's it's one and then you know one a they're, they're to me they're pretty close well i i find i think the rogue one it's probably because of technology yeah i think the rogue one space battle was probably one of the best star wars battles we've seen now i yeah i will always love the attack on Hoth on Echo Base. Oh, Empire's uh, so awesome. Because I just love the Sinospeeders. I love the Anats. I love all that. But for pure excitement and thrill, that Battle of Scarif 
this top yeah. notch. It's right up there. You know what I wish though, it, it, because that uh, speaking about like um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Speaking about whatever trailers, trailers. You know we were talking about trailers before. Rogue One. Now it seems like there was a lot more that we saw in the trailer that actually was not, you know, in the final cut. Right. And it seems that man, I wish there was a, a like like the full director's cut. Is there one out there that has all these included scenes that were deleted out? I don't believe so. Oh, oh, I, see, I, that one in, intrigues me apparently, a lot. You know, when that happened, I was reading online about, like, why did all that happen? And apparently, yeah. when people, because, like, separate companies, like, they, they farm that out to make the trailers. They'll have, like, scenes just for trailers. Like, they they put together that scene where the TIE fighter comes up when she's on the platform. That's cool. That was never meant to be in the movie, but they made that. They're like, hey, that was cool for the trailer. So they did it. Oh, no kidding. And, okay. Yeah, you'll probably see that with Justice League, too. Um, also, oh, don't bring that up again. Uh, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, you know, because I, I, I think I was reading someplace that there was a particular cut, and because it is Disney, they wanted to maybe lighten things up a little bit. And and, and I kind of felt that when I was watching the movie. It kind of felt like in some parts it was maybe be a little bit darker, but with Disney's uh, fingerprints all over it. It was maybe not as dark, I guess. Right. Um, but it's okay. So, uh, we, we went through our reviews of all the movies so far. Give me your top three amongst all of them. It doesn't have to be in order. Just give me your top. No, fuck. Oh, so, oh excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to put the warning on it. <laughs> I got to put the warning. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll try, I I'll try to. It's Empire, New Hope, and Jedi. Uh, amongst all of them. Yeah. Now, this I have very high hopes for the Last Jedi because I love I like Ryan Johnson's work. He they he must did a great job because they're giving him the next trilogy, right? So they must feel great about what he did here. And I'm really super excited about the Last Jedi. Um, you know, hold up, your, your top three. You says Empire, Star Wars, and Jedi, and in that order, yeah. from, including all the other movies. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> now I'm trying to think because you know Jedi didn't do it for me. I, yeah. I mean I like it, I understand it, but if I if I didn't it, even Star Wars, the pacing on that it, the, like from a movie point of view, the, the pacing on that it, it gets quite slow. At yeah. some well, point. it's no, it's the seventies, dude. Watch any movie from the seventies; they're all like that. Right, we're 2017, so if I'm looking back at it, it's got pacing right. issues. I'm going with Empire. Empire, A New Hope, A Force Awakens. Those are my three right there. And in order. Those would be in order. How okay. I would like it. Yeah. I respect that. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, All right. Man, I can't believe I cuss on the show. I hate uh, that. I believe Sorry. it. I knew, I knew it would be you before me. Um, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't you say that. Uh, All right. So, uh, you know, we'll know, um, we'll know in a few days, man, because I'm excited about this movie. I'm super stoked. I got my tickets. Um I'm going to an 8.30 show on Thursday. Yeah. And since you're in California, I'm going to be able to see it three hours before you. So, haha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, what, do you go, what, what do you got tickets for? I actually don't have my tickets yet. What? But I will. How Dude, are we even friends? We got Movie Line. Pass. You know me? Movie Line needs to pay us for this one. Movie Pass? Movie Line. If you haven't heard of Movie it's Movie Line, right? Movie Pass. Movie Pass. Dude, movie Pass. That's right. a sick deal, paying... One flat fee and seeing unlimited 
screenings after that. That's, well, that's no, not limited. It's one movie a day. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, you can't see like nine movies in one day. No, it's one movie I a day. I did not know that. And you can only buy and you can only buy up to a half hour before the showtime. So if you think you're going to opening night with your movie pass, you're crazy. <laughs> oh, just like of Force Awakens. I mean, they said everything was sold out, but they're going to open up. All right, enjoy, enjoy sitting in the first row. No, 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 no. I'm going to get my <laughs> tickets. I'm talking about like my rewatching like every that movie over and over. Oh, and I've over already over decided I'm going to see it every day on my uh, my Christmas break, my winter break. Oh well, then you need to do like a live podcast of your experiences. Then no, I mean, yeah. uh, well, whatever. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. this was fun going back and rehashing some of the older movies and talking about some of the new stuff coming out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, this is started in 1977, and it's, what, 40 now, I guess, 40 years later, and uh, we're still kids at heart, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, I can't believe what you just said, that they're going to do later. another yeah. three after this trilogy. Right. You didn't that's hear that? insane. No, I did, but oh, that's... Okay. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Uh, well, wow. Good for us. So if we're around, then we'll still have stuff to podcast about. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. I think that's all I had to say. All right. All right. Good job, brother. <laughs> we really got to work on our ending. All right. Well, just say your thing, and I'll say my thing, and we'll leave. All right. Till next time. Martha! <laughs> Peace. Peace. Star Wars, talking about Star Wars, nerd in me loves Star Wars, so let's begin.